Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Brooke McClymont is one third of top selling award winning Australian country music trio, the McClymonts, who have over five number one ARIA country albums, 40 million streams. It's a number that's hard to get a head around. Two ARIA awards and 15 golden guitars. Adam Eckersley has himself won five golden guitar awards and with the Adam Eckersley band released two high charting albums. He has also won awards for his songwriting together. They released their first album in 2018 and earlier this year won three golden guitars for singles off their brand new album, Up, Down the Sideways. So there's awards, there's albums, there's a lot to talk about. Hello, Adam. Hello, Brooke. Hello. (laughs) Thank you. That was, I'm surprised. Like, you've given me information that I had no idea about myself. 40 million streams. There you go. That is a lot of listening. Yeah. I'm going to say congratulations on this new album, which I was thinking, how do I describe it? It's like a glorious package of life and celebration and reality. And you must be very proud of it. We are are super proud of this album. We kind of wanted to expose, I guess, warts and all of what we've been through the last couple of years, Ads and I, and I guess. good, bad, the ugly. Absolutely. absolutely. Up, down, sideways. That's what we've (laughs) definitely been. So, um, you know, it's been, we're pretty proud of the 10 collection of songs and I just hope everyone's digging it as much as we've loved making it. Well, I think they've been digging it for a while now because you've released some singles and they've all it's been all killer, no filler, as the saying goes. Oh, it's so well, releasing albums, it takes so long <laughs> gotta release all the singles, but we've just listened to the whole album in its entirety for the first time in ages and go, Yeah, that's a cool yeah, album. Yeah, we're really proud of it. And I, you know, it represents us as a couple, as musicians, mm. and I just hope everyone hears that through the songs. And I know if there's anything that I know with our fans who connect with us, it's there's some similarity to what they're going through. So, mm. yeah. What was the very first song written for? Because as you said, there's been some singles released over a period of time. So I imagine the first song was probably written a while ago. Was I think it was the star of the show, Roll On Baby and Memory Lane were one of the first few that we obviously wrote for the album. We cherry Lost If I Lost You that was written donkeys ago, yes. but it was a late addition yes. to the album. Um, so it was probably the ones that I've just mentioned were the first ones off the off the cab rank. And I know for sure the last yeah. one that we wrote was country music, you and me. We ended up having to, we ended up getting the kids babysat by Adam's parents this night. Like we literally had to lock it in going, listen, we're really, we're, I think we're a few short songs short <laughs> for the end um, or, you know, we had a couple, but I, th- I think we're just like, we need just that one fun, you know, festival song that, that we're really missing. And really that showed our personalities, the fun side of, I guess, our personal. But, <laughs> and I remember we, we, we took them in this night, like the daytime. We said, right, we're going to write on a Wednesday, say. And we locked in Adam's parents and we said, yep, we're going to write. So we dropped off the kids, came back home. And I'm not kidding you, Adam and I went to bed. In the arvo, whole day films. <laughs> then we got up and went. Oh, we went. Oh, <laughs> we got to write, otherwise it's a total stitch, stitch up, up for mum and dad. So we've got to 
stomach. So we got up and we were like, Nothing no. Nothing was happening, was we, it? We made cups of teas. We were like, right, we're going to have a cup of tea. We're going to start. Anyway, got to like 10 p.m. and nothing. <laughs> so anyway, I went, right. Crack the bottle. I'm pulling out the scotch. <laughs> and I'm telling you, 3 a.m., it got to 3 a.m. We are having such great time. And I can say this. We were cracking up laughing during this song. <laughs> because I said, I said to Ads, I've got the hook line to this song. And he's like, what is I said, you're going to laugh. I said, because it's so cheesy. It's just so just crazy. But I end up blurting out country music, you and beer. <laughs> and then we've laughed our heads off. So you can't have that. And then, then we, we went, let's just own it. What? It's perfect. It's perfect. It's our three most favourite things. Elves, <laughs> the fans, and we love beer. And yeah. I just went, you know what, this is our festival song. And we we jagged it. And I remember the next day when we went and picked up the kids, we walked in with our chest going, we wrote a song. It was <laughs> a day. So it was, a, it was awesome. So that's that's how Country Music You and Beer came out. It was well, born. Probably something to be said there for having the sleep. You know, you kind of. You needed the rest to clear the mind. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. It's the perfect conditions, basically. It's, you know, <laughs> and I do think there's something about that. You you gave yourself permission to switch off. You opened your minds. And that's what happened. <laughs> and you know what? Adam and I, we work pretty good under pressure. And I think if we've got deadlines and timelines, I think that's just being parents. And, you know, I guess it's the age we're at as well. It's like you just don't want to waste any precious time when it comes to work or, you know, with anything. So, <laughs> Ads and I really just went, right, we've got to do, do this. It. And this is the reason why the kids aren't here tonight. So we we obviously allowed ourselves to, to stay up as late as we had to to get the song done. And I think it was a cracker. So it, it made the a cracker. And there we go. <laughs> and it's a festival song. But as you mentioned, Star of the Show, um, one of the earliest songs written, and it was written with your daughter, Tiggy, and that song uh, won a golden guitar, which made Tiggy the youngest ever golden guitar recipient. <laughs> But of course, you have now set a very high bar for your child. <laughs> What's next? You know, we said you don't. We keep saying to because we have put no pressure on her. She's just, I think, being surrounded. What is it? Nature versus nurture. That's the saying. I think she's around it so much that it's just in her, and she hears it. So she just gets on the piano, and she's really got this natural ability. Has had no. Um, coaching there's been no lessons we're actually looking into doing that for us very soon because she's really loving it more and more as the years go on um but we really we just go you do whatever you want as long as you're happy she's into craft at the moment she started her own business and it's called tiggy tangles yes. and she's making a killing yeah for a 10 year old she's just got she just got it she did say to us See, that's all you needed to do to win win song of the year was just write a song with me. So that's easier than that. That's an inordinate amount of sass for such a young person. Oh, Seriously, she sounds so up herself. But let's be honest, <laughs> she's 10. We kind of let her do it. Oh, like, and she should be loving herself sick, I have to say. I mean, a golden guitar at 10. Come on. That's great. <laughs> now, um, you said the album is, uh, this album is you, but I also thought the last album was. I thought that, when, thought that was a very honest take on your relationship and um, and very powerful because of it. So I'm guessing that honesty is your default setting. I and I think it just makes it easier yes. to write and and to be able to tour it and still be happy playing the songs if there's a connection. You know, I like both of us find mm. it hard to sort of act <laughs> with music. Yeah. It's if it's you connect to it every time you sing it, it's heaps easier to continue singing it and enjoy it. And we did find we always have found when Adam and I started working together that 
duo projects are hard enough as they are, as you know, whether it's, yeah, A, finding the lyric content or even finding keys for the songs because, you know, female, male, ranges are set different. And then add on that we're married, you know, it's that whole thing of, well, what do we sing about? We can't sing about breakup songs unless we're we're going through a divorce, which that ain't happening because I'm not giving up half the farm. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a problem when it happened. (laughs) Oh, what a crack up. Anyway, guys. That's the farm. <laughs> she took half the farm. Left with the dog and the kids. <laughs> he lived happily ever after. There we go. <laughs> um, but it's been one of those. So that's always been our biggest challenge, I guess, for our project is hmm. um, finding things that obviously connects with us too. That's in our life and. So it kind of does restrict this this little kind of this the circle gets smaller, I guess. But I well, I guess you. we found a way to obviously we we're not we're not afraid to be honest with each other mm-hmm. and not afraid to expose who we are to the public. Um, and I think it's giving that vulnerable side of who we are and hoping that I know that we are like every other couple out there in the world. You know we we argue we you know have stresses we. Mm-hmm are living everyone else's life pretty much the same way or how we think. So this is what's been, I guess, a great thing for us going yeah. through this project with this album was making sure that we've been honest enough to talk about that and not be not shy away from it. Yeah. And it's also, I think, having the perspective, well, actually, it's the experience you have as songwriters, I imagine, that gives you the ability to have the perspective on your relationship and what's going on in it so that you can describe it in a way that it relates to everyone. Yeah, Hopefully well, I mean, that's what we aim for. Like, don't give up on me. It was purely through we were, you know, there was a particular time where we just weren't being nice to each other. Through COVID. Through, and we really were like, oh, gee, that was a really hard period of time. And, yeah, this is not who we are, but we're not being kind to each other. And it was one of those things when I know when we went and wrote that song, we really wanted to be honest with each other go, actually, we pretty mean <laughs> to each other and accept that and move on and go, yeah, I put my hand up. I've, you know, I've been, I've been. Haven't been my best. Haven't been my best. No. Don't you know, give up. Don't yeah. give up. Yeah, yeah. I've got some work to do, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, Look, yeah. Don't we all? Um, <laughs> the, another song I suppose that could be said to be related is Rock Bottom, even though that's it, it's tonally that's an upbeat. Sounds like an upbeat song, but it is about finding rock bottom. And I know it's about drinking, but I thought also it might be rock bottom to do with COVID. Like basically that was, for touring musicians, that was a rock bottom time. Absolutely. That was, was definitely a song that came out where, we did think that we were, we were even thinking today, we're actually having a chat today going, you know, it can, it can also fit through like the rodeo. I know that we're in truck drivers and, you know, Let's do it. Yeah, anyone. anything, anyone that's gone through a really hard time. I mean, gosh, we, you know, we all go through hard times, right? And there's a way, I guess, in who we are as people that we kind of go, well. Yeah. Those careers that just, you, you do them for the love of it. And it yes. And it might, you see all the glamour and stuff, but there's the, we're out there on the highway at 2 a.m. and whatever, and sometimes you go, man. This yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got to quit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you you know, you both know that, and, and it's 
the, but the, I think the work is there in the in the music. You know what I mean? That experience, that dedication, it comes through in that that honesty and authenticity that connects with the audience. And so, like I I know I appreciate it as an audience member. But I'm wondering, <laughs> I'm wondering actually now as songwriters if the way you have written together has changed over time. Um, I learn a lot from him all the time. And I'd same with you. We've naturally both drawn to different parts of the songwriting process. Mm. Like Brooks naturally a melody person she just can spit out awesome melodies and i love getting into a story and lyrics and stuff so it's a good combination yeah when we work together we and, and i'm learning more about the importance of a melody to tell a, a good lyric and yeah, we work well together in that and it's respect. and we i guess the best thing about being married is we don't have to be polite with each other because we've got we're in this project <laughs> well we it's like listen don't get offended, but that's a really, really crappy line. Can we move on? It's not doesn't <laughs> shitty person. It just means right now. And we, we don't have time. We don't have time. And, and vice versa. We both can just go, yeah, no, nah, that's not real good. And there's, you know, that I guess that's the beauty of working together as well is we we don't have to be polite. We're just like, let's get this. We know what we're after. We know that what our strengths in songwriting, we know what we're after. So, yeah, it's a good time. And we start from a a real place of respect yes, for mm-hmm. each other's songwriting from the outset. So if we say that's not a great idea, that's not, you're not saying you're, you're a, a shitty song. Yeah, that's it's true. just saying you're better than that. <laughs> Let's well, find. Except it's interesting because for some marriages, I imagine actually it, the stakes would be too high to um, to be actually be that honest with each other. So I think it speaks to that both of you being very settled in yourselves and confident of who you are as artists. We've yeah, always 100%. embraced um, embraced the uh, the Imp- fact that we're humans, the imperfections of humans, just in our relationship in general. Yeah, kind of embrace that to allow both of us to talk about it and stuff like that. So, yeah. which is cool because you're starting from a point of view of going, well, there's no right or wrong. We're all flawed, agree. <laughs> so, yeah, you can express it. And I noticed, I mean, I observed this on the first album and I've seen it on this, well, heard it on this album as well. The, the McClymonts have their own musical identity. Adam Eckersley Band has a musical identity. These two albums are not either one of those bands. And so I oh, do really like, interesting for you as creators that you're able to come up with a, like a third party, but also it's still still <laughs> you individually, if that makes sense. I, yeah. I think you are 100% correct. I, when we... So Robbie Desar, our producer, when we sat with him, when we decided he was going to record, you know, be our producer for our record, we really sat down, the two of us, and said, right, here's my wish list and here's Adam's wish list. And we are to try and combine our two loves, which is I love the pop country side of music and Adam loves the southern rock and make sure the guitar, like he's such a brilliant guitar player that we're like, we do... I want we want to showcase that of our strengths, I guess, on this record. And I honestly believe Robbie, Robbie has literally just brought out the two, uh, the two of us and combined, like you said, in a blender in one. I just mm-hmm. feel like he just shoved it all in the blender, what we've asked for, and it's come out as up, down, and sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, though, um, about the Adam Eckersley band, I do believe Lost, uh, If I Lost You, was an Adam Eckersley band it song. Was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. As, as that version of it, it worked with the duo, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, and it's it is it's a lovely heart, heart. I say heartfelt because I can hear it in your voices. But Brooke, when I saw you play live in Sydney recently, I think you mentioned that for the for the two of you, the the you you are referring to could be read as the audience. Oh, um, yeah. 
it took on a new meaning through COVID when we couldn't go and perform and stuff. And we're like, we knew we'd be lost with, without you guys coming to shows and what have you. 100%. And it really does. It's, that's where I go when I play the song because when I'm singing, I look out the crowd and go, oh, my gosh, how, how lucky and fortunate. And we're just so lucky that we get to do this for a living because I've never, I feel like I've never worked a day in my life since, you know, being in the music industry it's for over got 20 me years. To oh, here we go. Oh, here <laughs> we go. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, it really doesn't, it never gets lost on us how really fortunate and yeah, just lucky that we get to call this a job. Well, and uh, you have been touring recently this year, so I imagine it has been great to see people coming out again because, look, it was an uncertain time emerging from all those venues not having live music, musicians not being able to work. Who knew what was going to happen? 100%. And we still don't know what's going to happen. We still get shocked when people come to our shows. We're like, wow, this is so cool. People want to hear us play. We love it. I mean, have you seen you play live also in the past – it seemed it just I was observing your onstage dynamic and how the music was flowing, and you seem even more in sync than you used to be, if that makes sense. So I'm wondering if the, the playing live together, maybe it's after that pandemic break, but that you feel the synchronicity between the two of you and also with the band. 100%, I reckon it's just getting easier. Well, I think too, during, during that period of time, Adam and I, we ended up putting on concerts at our house, and we have this business now called Hang at the Wang. So at a period where we thought we were never going to play music, you know, for a long period of time, we found a way to, I guess, keep honing our skills and our craft. And I think in that period of time, because we were playing literally every weekend through COVID, we were one of the mm. fortunate ones, I guess, that could perform. Mm. People wanted to come to our property and watch us play. It definitely helped for sure. And, and it was a really natural way to go through the songs and put yeah. the songs together because it was in our shed. It was really relaxed and stuff. So <laughs> if, right if we just threw something up, we could literally stop in the song and go, what the hell are you doing there? <laughs> we put it back together. So I feel like when, when we came out, like when the world got back, you know, to some sort of normal, we had done two years of rehearsal. So when it came to our live shows, it really felt like, oh, we, we, we've been doing this for ages, which was, I guess. Well, and as an audience member, it's just, it's a joy when that sense of flow happens in a, in a live. Like it's just, and so that's happened. I saw you, the Sunset Sunset Bass, which was quite a different deal to a a small indoor venue uh, or smallish indoor venue. Um, But it was that same sense of flow between the two of you and with the band. And also just that you were having so much fun and it is I, such a joy to watch that. I have to say. That's cool. I always we do. Think, have a blast. We, we do. I always go, the, the moment you, you don't enjoy something where you've got to look at it. And I've just, I've never not liked, I mean, if I can speak on behalf of myself, I've never not liked what I do. No, and I just, job in the world. I just see, I view life as, you know what? I'm the only one making my own. You can only make yourself you know, happy. feel good and happy and you put out what you want back. And I just kind of go, yeah, it's, it's just joyous what we get to do. It also sounded like you had fun in the studio. So you've been able to capture that feeling. I slept in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit of a napper. But yeah, I did. A bit of a napper. I, um, I do. I just love sitting back and closing my eyes and, yeah, falling asleep, but also just listening to what's you happening. You can probably and- hear some in a couple of the bridges. <laughs> 
You should have. Uh, Are you napping or meditating? This is the question. Well, hey, yeah, that's my secret. I'm not going to give that away. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'm now going to ask a personal question in the form of, um, Adam, I'm going to ask you what you admire most about Brooke as an artist. Oh, here we go. You know what? The amount of times I've obviously heard Brooke sing and from as an audience and also on stage with her, I still, every time she sings, I still am blown away. I reckon she's got one of the best voices in Australia, genuinely. And then, oh, and then as a, like working with the musically, her ability to pick a melody and stuff like that is sometimes frustrating because it looks so bloody natural to her. And, but I just admire <laughs> the shit out of her. It's, it's just natural for her. And Brooke, I'll ask you the same thing about Adam. What do you admire the most about him? I love, I love Adam's honesty and the way he's, ever since I've known Adam, he's known who he is. And, he has never cared what anybody thinks about him. And he deals with people. What you see with me or he's, what I get is what everybody gets with ads. And I just admire that, that he just, he stays staunch. He doesn't move from what he believes and what he thinks. Stubborn maybe. You we could. know. <laughs> you, you probably do. But you just you just know who you are. And obviously his guitar playing's out of this world. And his songwriting, he puts me to shame. Like I admire how he really cares about a song and and he really cares about the authenticity of where something comes from so I do give credit a lot to Adam of even the last like our last record and even this new record he really keeps us on track because I can get flamboyant and go oh but this rhymes with this and he goes yeah but it doesn't make sense (laughs) and I kind of like that because he keeps me reeled in a bit with with that thing I just think we with that he's just incredible and he's an amazing singer um he's just and he's a great dad and he's just a I just have a lot of respect for him too he's he's my best mate well look all of that translates onto the album because as I said it sounds like you're having fun you're completely in sync um and I also admire you both so much for having having so much creativity in your lives that you can move between projects and also just still keep looking ahead and thinking what's out there what can we make what's going to be interesting and fun yeah, we do. We absolutely. just, we absolutely do. And I'm, um, that's the fun of the job, isn't it? It is. I do love that we can, we just work so great together and you're right. We, we can go in and into other projects and, and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I love that, you know, we can keep this again. We just keep our, keep it, stick to our lane, I guess is the word I'm trying to look for. And it just go, right. This is feeling good. You know, we're we're in our forties now. Like we're no young spring chickens anymore. Not not, not that I'm saying I'm we old either. Like it sometimes. But I also look at it going. You know, yeah, move with the times, move with what's going on. And I think it's just whatever feels good and what feels honest with it. <laughs> well, we try. We have a good But uh, yeah, no. We look. We're super proud of this album. And like like you said, it's a three time golden guitar album already this year. I know. So whatever happens from here on out, we're pretty proud. Yeah. And hey, look, I'm not gonna lie. Well, I also think um, for next year's Golden Guitars, everyone should be scared because you've already already won the three Golden Guitars. But it's like exciting. <laughs> but you know, the album what? release day. It's um, we are just we're on cloud nine, and I think all the hard work that even all of our team, Universal Records, our social media girl, to everyone our that's crew. our crew, our producer. You know, everyone that's worked on to get us to here, it's it's not just us two. We're just no. the faces of it. But um, and our band, everyone who's, yeah, you band. know, 
helped us to get here. All our band, it's our amazing. live band played on the record too. I think that right. helps keep the sound sort of us. And I think champions. too, Farad's and I, we keep our crew really small. We keep our circle really small. And I think that's probably a massive part of why, you know, you can't get so, I guess, caught up in a lot of things either. And I think that's why we are so joyous because we keep it small and everyone around us is positive and wants mm. to work with us. And um, it's just a joy. Well, that live crew, I imagine, uh, will be on the road with you again. Now, you have some festival shows coming up. Um, you have already done some touring, but given that the album's only just out, I would imagine you're planning some more tour dates at some point. Absolutely, yeah. We've got a lot of festivals at the end of this year, and we're just putting together the album tour to start uh, January 24, go through to about June again. And yeah. then we start the wings again and it's just a keep on trucking. Just keep on trucking. Living in flow. Well, I realize I use the word fun a lot in relation to your music, but that's because it is it is such a privilege to have a smile put on one's face. So oh, do an album. And it, it really especially I think out of the last few years, I just been really feeling the need for fun and joy and seeing you two play live, listening to the album, that is what you offer. Congratulations, Brooke Thank and Adam. You. It's been great to talk to you. Thanks, Sophie. Take thanks, care. Thanks. thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.